Today's podcast is taken from the sit-down with social activist Carl Loco as we chart the course of his life from childhood to adulthood. This sit-down, real lives, real conversations. Ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise for Carl Loco. <laughs> father, Father Loco. Oh, wow. Father Loco. <laughs> Somebody's dad. <laughs> Qu- quickly from the jump, how does it feel to be a father? I know people have been asking you that probably. Do you know what? I can't give an answer to that. I've been a child for too long. I've been someone's child, should yeah, I yeah. say, for too long. Yeah. So I remember I went, does anyone, South London, so Johnny's, Camberwell? All right, cool. No, so I'm from, I'm not I, from yeah, we don't, we South don't, we don't, <laughs> I was on my way to Johnny's, I, just, I, was, I was cycling. And then I just went to go and buy, I can't remember, it was a full English veggie. And then... They gave me the goods, and as I was leaving, I was like, wow, they just gave food to somebody's dad. <laughs> I know it seems really random, but I was yeah. like, I am actually somebody's dad. Yeah. Then I started cycling back with the bag there, and I'm like, wow, I really need to cycle safe because I'm somebody's dad. Dad, yeah. Yeah. It's making yeah, more sense. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Then I went home and I met somebody's mum, you know, Cass. Beautiful. You know, so we're here. How is she? Is she healing up well? Yeah, she's good. She's yeah. good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to start with some quick fire questions, actually. All right, so these just answer. Don't think about it. Just answer it as it's given, yeah? Yeah. Um, who do you love the most in life? Wow. No, that's a trick question. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm no sucker. <laughs> one, <laughs> per- you mean? one person. Specify. Who oh, do a, you a human love? being. Yes. Cass. No, he's just, he, he knows I'm going to say know, Cass. Because it's being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bare Cass. social media here. Cass, Cass, definitely Cass. Why Cass? Um, because first it was my mum. Yeah. And now it's kind of Cass. That kind of happens. <laughs> substitute. <laughs> Not a substitute. It's in its own kind of... It's Love. different, but yeah, I think it is more than... Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, Cass. Wow. Cass, yeah. Amen. It happens. All right. <laughs> um... Hagen Daz or Ben and Jerry's? Hagen Daz. Hagen Daz. Okay. Yeah, I got class. Sorry, Ben and Jerry's is. You said I got class. Yeah, yeah, Ben and Jerry's is not so classy. I must be honest. It's true. It's true. I won't lie. All those little, you know, chocolate pigs. Nah, and, nah. it's tacky. It's tacky. It's tacky. It's, yeah, ja- yeah. it's called de- what's it? Delos, Dolce, Dolce. Ah. You, know, yeah. you see, you can't even come pronounce on. it. What? Ben and fish food. <laughs> Let's come on. Anyway, all right. What would you do if you won one million? Sorry, um, sorry, sorry, 10, 10 million. 10 million. Invest. In what? Um, I, I kind of <laughs> like tech. Okay. Um, and tech and real estate. Okay. Yeah. What, what tech would you invest in? Do you know what? I've got good friends in High Nancy, place. California, yeah. which is Silicon Valley. In where? What'd you say? Nancy, California. Oh, okay. It's a name oh, for okay, Silicon so Valley. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. So um, I'll probably try and throw them like a million, see, let them play with it. Yeah. And then, yeah, real estate. You're nice. always bricks and mortar. Bricks and mortar. Yeah. All right, last one. Um, 
<laughs> What's the last bill you paid? Oh, um, that was actually a for a broken hard drive. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know that. <laughs> yeah. That was costly. Yeah. yeah. All right, let me give you one more. Um, finish if you can finish this sentence. I came today because I want to inspire. You want to inspire. Yeah. Do you think your life inspires people? Do you know what? I think life inspires people. You just have to tell it right. Come on. That, my team, tweet that. <laughs> Here we go. I think life inspires people to yeah. the way you tell it. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, yeah. let's click on. So if you have an envelope, um, all I'm going to ask you to do, my team is going to pass you the mic. All you need to do is open up the envelope and read what is written there. Okay? Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Just be bold. All right? This is your time, your moment. So um, who's got envelope one? I don't lie like you haven't. Okay, ladies and what's your name? Please come and make some noise for Michelle. And can we doubly make some noise for Michelle because she was a lucky winner of a ticket of the competitions that we did. So make some noise for Michelle. Who did you, who did you bring with you? Francine, welcome Francine. Thank you for coming, I appreciate it. All right, uh, if we can give uh, Michelle the mic. You got the mic? All right. So if you open up your envelope, if you read what is written there. It says, from a young age, I lack self-esteem. I was bullied, which contributed to my feelings of worthlessness. Come on. Give me that again, nice and slow. <laughs> from a young age, I lacked self-esteem. I was bullied, which contributed to my feelings of worthlessness. Okay. All right. Number two. He's got envelope number two. Okay. What's your name, Mrs.? Candice. Candice. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, oh, nice to meet you too. Make some noise for Candice. <laughs> Candice came to the sit-down before and she won free tickets to come to this sit-down. So um, after the break, we do a competition where you can also win uh, two free tickets. So make some noise for Candice once more. I had a new ambition. I was like, wow, one day I will be a gang member. One day I will be a gang member. All right, so I want to... These are all quotes from Carl that I had to scour the internet, <laughs> things you've said that you may have forgotten. Um, but I want to kind of start off looking at your childhood and, and what that was like. What was, what was your childhood like? My childhood was actually happy. Yeah. I would say it was a happy childhood. Um, mum, dad, illegal immigrants, council estate, yeah. Brixton, South London. Um, my brother actually weren't there for the first few years. He was born in Ghana, didn't have enough to bring him over yet. So they ended up... This is this an older brother? Older brother. Okay, yeah, he's cool. four years older than me. So they used, um, what was that? Child benefit, right? Is that... Yeah. So I was stacking child benefit. And then whenever I'd walk past a penny, I'd grab it and say, this is for bring Han Andrew home fund. Wow. You know, so... How much did you end up getting? Actually, my mother says up to today that it was me that brought him back. Yeah, yeah. But it's probably the bulk of the child benefit. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. Um, never went hungry, you know, so we give thanks for that. Um, huge mummy's boy, late bedwetter, so all of that. Yeah, when, did you um, when did you stop? Oh, you're getting personal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I'd say like, like eight. Eight? Eight, okay. Yeah. Is that bad, is that? That's late. Bro, I knew it was like, I knew it's it was late. late because when friends come and, you know, and there's plastic on the yeah. match, it's long. <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing, but, you know, we got over that. What was your... What would you say was the happiest moment? Happiest moment in my childhood? In childhood. Wow. I think my pops, you know. 
he did a lot for me. Like he would, whether he would take us, it was big things for me back then, like Trafalgar Square, go feed the pigeons. <laughs> um, like Chinatown. Yeah. You know, go eat a warm food. Or take us for 40 or, you know, my dad was active. As far as mm. a West African man goes, yeah, my dad is like, yeah, yeah he's versatile. So. And do those things yeah. stick in your memory? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for, is, does that kind of correlate to what you want to do with your son? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Um, saddest moment? Wow. In childhood? Childhood. Probably politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah know, I'm a politician, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, politics, yeah. Like, um, probably passes between mummy and daddy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I was thinking, like, Theresa May. Nah, nah, like, nah, okay, nah, okay. nah, nah, nah. Okay. Micro. Micro yeah. in my house, yeah. Yeah. So what kind of politics? Politics, like, getting at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Did you remember arguments? Is there anyone that stuck out? Yeah, my, my parents are kind of like, my parents are like grown-ups. So they tend to not do that in front of kids. Okay. But you could feel the energy anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then when you can't really, like, I actually know the saddest moment I remember. There it is. Wow. That's, that, why, why are you doing that? <laughs> That's not actually nice. <laughs> this um, is a sit down, yeah. So I was on my way. My, my mom and dad, they're like, they're, they're party people. Like, you know, like every weekend was a party, basically. And um, one, I think we went to a party, and I think my dad was just a bit funny with my mom on the way there. And I think my mom did something while she was there to kind of rub my pops the wrong way. Mm. And then on the way back, they kind of got into a passer in the car. And then my mom just got out the car and then started walking and said, she's not getting back in the car. And then me and my brother's bawling our eyes like, oh, mommy, come back in the car. <laughs> and then she's just walking. And then she, I don't know if it was for dramatic effect or just because her feet was tired, but she took off her heels <laughs> and then started walking like in her um, like feet. On the and then we're bawling even more. You know, and my dad was just like, oh, shut up. You know, so <laughs> yeah, that was a really sad one. Yeah, what what did you think was going to happen? You thought she was going to leave you? Yeah, you know, kids, you just, yeah, that moment just was like, I had never seen that. Yeah. You know, that was new territory. So, yeah. What was your um, study life like? I remember when we talked when we, yeah. when we talk back and forth and you'd say you was a genius. Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't, I'm not gonna be pompous enough to say that about myself sorry guys i'll say it. i'll yeah, say it. you no. were a child genius no no no. like diagnosed in school yes yeah, yeah. with the genius gene or whatever they were calling it back then and that was just because what information they gave me i could regurgitate it and give it back to them you know so if you told me yesterday that one plus one equals two and asked me three weeks later i will tell you one plus one equals two mm -hmm. you know and i did that really well with facts dates sentences um so i did in year six, I did SATs for year nine in primary school. And in year nine, you could get on the extension paper between six and eight, but everyone was usually getting like five or four. And I got level six in year six, you know? So yeah, so yeah, it was just quite me and three others. No, me and two others, sorry. What was your favorite subject? Um, science. Like? Science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be- Any like other science lovers? Yeah. Everyone's like, nah, nah. Yeah, we're weird. Yeah? No, we're here. No, Make I some noise for yourself. Come on. Any maths lovers? Maths. Yeah. Wow. French. <laughs> um, drama. Uh, what else was there? History. Done no. Back, back, back. Bruv. To this, ask my wife. Netflix. Just. Geography. Yeah, geography. Anybody? No, who said geography? 
Music. Wow. Did that count? Music. <laughs> nah, music didn't count. We didn't. Music was. Just, Don't listen to music. Music, counts. music, music was. Counts. Just, you were just playing the. I swear everyone was just playing the keyboard. Um, PE. Yeah. That's another lie because nobody learned nothing in PE. It was just about, oh, are we playing five aside? No? What did you say, Tima? You played serious PE. That's how serious it was. <laughs> Did anybody, okay, does anybody know any body parts from PE? Funny, funny bone. Did somebody say that for real? Deltoids, come on. That's all, I didn't know any of that stuff. We've got, oh, your water's here. Don't worry, we've got you, man. It's all right, Beach, it's all right. We've got, we've got in the building. All right, cool. Um, I heard that you had a childhood ambition to be um, a veterinarian surgeon. Yeah, Is this true? <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's bad. But I just wouldn't... Why? What, where did what? that come from? That is my dad. So my dad, it don't, it don't leave Animal Planet at home. That's what he watches? Yeah, that's what he kind of... That and um, murder detectives. Okay. Yeah, so between that... So I actually wanted to be a veterinary surgeon and a forensic pathologist, which is really... <laughs> Yeah, weird. But that yeah, is a combination. Yeah. Then I wanted to scrap that because then I s understood that money was a major issue. Yeah. And the vets didn't look that like they had enough. <laughs> it's true. So then I wanted to be a pilot, you know, because my mom told me that pilots, you know, she's like, yeah, pilots get paid. And from that moment, it was like, wow. And they wear a uniform, I'm in, you know. So, um, yeah, I wanted to be a pilot. How far did you get to? Close to being a pilot. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, but the airport. We didn't get to the airport. Would you pursue it now? Huh? Would you still pursue no it way. now? No way. No way. No way. No, I like flying though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But not flying. No, no. Why? I might do it just to say I've done it. Like I was, I was really gonna go to Europe last year, two years ago and get my boat license. Yeah. Because I, I really like riding speed boats. Jeez. Yeah. Only a few people have done that in life. <laughs> not me. Okay. Um, <laughs> So we read that first um, envelope quote and it talked about um, bullying. Tell me a bit about that stage. Because when I found this out, it shocked me because perception is one thing where it tells you a false tale yeah. of someone. Yeah. And someone like you, you wouldn't think anyone could. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're, you're, just, you're tall, yeah. you're always tall. So you just think, no, nah, Carl, <laughs> Carl will bully. So tell me about <laughs> that period. <laughs> Tell me about that. You know what? Um, like, there's always a poor amongst the rich, anyway. Not to say that bullion's valuable, but there, who's kind of at the top of the food chain ish, mm -hmm. yeah? And um, I was, it's weird because I was technically maybe one of the most popular boys in school and didn't know it. I actually met friends like about two years ago. They went to my primary school and they're like, yeah, you're the most popular boy in school. I'm like, me? I really didn't see that. Mm. And that's because of the bullies. <laughs> like, and um, my, they bullied me more, not so much on the physical aspect, mm. but just intimidation. Mm. I was very soft. You don't meet soft like me. So I literally was hard old bread. So um, <laughs> like, if I got shouted at, I will well with tears. Wow. Like, yeah, what year was yeah. this? I mean, like I, I only got that under wraps when I was like, I was a gang member when that stopped. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what made me so. Yes, it actually made me effective 
So like if they were like hurting my friend, I'd be like, don't hurt my friend. I'm crying, but I'm really, really supporting my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of, I, I had that, you know, but um, yeah. So as actually one of them was actually my pastor's son. Yeah, I'm really? out in the mics. <laughs> so honestly, he was a bully. He used to bully me. Bully you? Yeah, and he was smaller than me. And then one day he beat me, he was beating me up a little bit in my mum's house. In my, 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 yeah, yeah, it's weird, right? He's beating me up in my mum's house, on my mum's and dad's bed. And then my pops comes up the stairs, catches us, and then beats me for... For like, not You know, Africans not being don't on top. know what's wrong with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I was soft. What's, um, what would you say is the relationship with your parents now? Um, good one. Me and my... My dad, we've had rocky bits, but never that rocky mm-hmm. you know actually not that rocky but never not confrontational what caused the rockiness you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm the streets definitely did okay. that you know so um my pops is a real he's gone i don't know if there's any gu- the guardians he's gone guardians so make some noise so that's 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 yeah etison yeah uh, yeah you know i don't even yeah. know what that means, i mean <laughs> and that's not even god but it's yeah. like, i let you go <laughs> thank but you yeah the, um the guards they're a bit so my dad is, yeah, he just don't play that, really. You know, so when I would bring that and things would happen there, he actually, he was clever. He salvaged me in his relationship. He did what most men in his situation wouldn't do. And that was not confront me on a lot of things. He'll confront me in terms of not confront me how he wants to confront me. Mm. Am I speaking in cold enough? Are we getting what I'm saying? No, I don't want cold. I want, you I want, want cold. I, so I don't want cold. You don't want cold, but no, we I'm need cold. No, no, I, I want yeah? just... Lay it. He basically wouldn't like try to hit me, basically, because he knows I'm gonna try and hit him oh. back. So, and then if I try and hit him back, that's it. If I touch my dad, basically, yeah. I'm not his son. Do you think he was scared of you? No, <laughs> my dad ain't scared of no one. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, my dad's really not scared of anybody. Mm. He's got that, and I didn't realize. I don't. I don't want them to say that they got these funny things about things being hereditary, and I didn't get involved in gangsterism because of any hereditary sort of thing. But it turned out that my dad's dad was actually a really, like basically a big, one of the gangsters of Asu, which what? is a place in Ghana. Wow. Yeah, so he was, so one day my house got, this is so, one day my house got petrol bombed and he and me put out the fire in our boxer shorts and didn't say a word to each other. We just wow. put out the fire just like, so it was like, this is just, like he, this is standard. Like, it's normal. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, I understand why I'm not worried, but why are you not worried? I'm yeah. really confused, <laughs> you know? But then we didn't talk about it. And then he only actually told me the truth about it. Him and my mom told me the truth about that just a year ago. Wow. They didn't want to feel it. I would hear my mom saying, mm, this is your side. <laughs> and I, did, I never understood what that was. I'm like, yeah. what, Auntie Jenny? Like, they're all right, you know? But yeah, so yeah, interesting. Um... But no, we're good. Mummy, I've been a mummy's boy. Yeah. Still a mummy's when boy. Because we when we went to, when you were performing at Plan B in yeah. um, Brixton. Yeah. And I was with, I was with your mum. Yeah. She, when we was watching you perform, she was just haps. Yeah, she yeah. was haps. And I, was yeah. said, I said to her, like, what do you think of Carl performing? Like, seeing him perform. Because yeah. you know he's so good. Like, <laughs> I'm just happy to just see him, you know, do his thing. And she was like, <laughs> and even when, you remember that time when you went downstairs to sort out the, the, um, the VIP bands? Okay. And we were upstairs. Yeah. Your mum, the whole time, even though Plan B was downstairs, your mum had her eyes at the, the door. 
because in her mind she was like, where's Carl? Yeah. Where? And so I was, auntie, he's coming. Yeah. She was just like, okay, okay. She'll look and then she'll be like, and so I could see from her the love that you two like kind of have well, for her. My mum and dad made me. Yeah. Absolutely. My mum is the reason, my mum gave me superpowers early. Mm. Like the first time I got arrested, I was 12 years old. I got arrested for intent to supply. And it was, um, it was ju just marijuana. I had like maybe, I think 10 or 12 bags of me. And then when they came to bail me out of Kennington Police Station, my dad took me home. You get your stuff back from the gov. My dad's not saying a word to me. He's basically not looking at me. Mm. We get into the house. My mum and dad both haven't said anything to me. The next day, my mum breaks the silence. She calls me to the side and she's like, you know what, Carl, when you're running for prime minister, they're going to mm. bring this up, you know? And she weren't joking. She was genuinely, when you are going to run for the PM, mark my words, they're going to bring this up and you're going to wish you never got arrested today. Yeah. And I was like, wow. But that's what my mum's done with me. Yeah. You know, so she's kind of, yeah, she's the one that's made me a bit... Switched on. Yeah. Love that. When I look at you... Like from afar, yeah. you seem someone who's very strong, a leader, head on your shoulders, going somewhere ambitious. You know, you got a legacy to live, to leave. But who are you behind all that? <laughs> like, who is Carl? Like in your bedroom, just nobody's watching, just chilled. Who is Carl behind that brand? <laughs> behind locked in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who was who is Carl? Um, do you know what? I'm always uh, I carry every bit of me, mm. you know. So everything I've seen, heard, well, some talk, all of everything we see here and touch, yeah. So I carry that still into my bedroom at home, but I'm not on in my bedroom at home. So right now I'm on mm. at home. I'm not on. Yeah. So when I'm at home and it's a huge part of basically. Partially why I carried that genius thing was I am actually on the spectrum mm. in terms of like um, slightly autistic mm -hmm. and you would never realise that yeah. because I'm a high functioning one. Yeah. So when I go home, I actually like... Put it all down. Yeah, yeah I really cut off. I'm like, yeah. So I, I, you're not going to come find me at home doing this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking about this the other day that like <laughs> you really... And I, I remember that phone call. Like I really appreciate that phone call because you were explaining... Um, having that being on that spectrum yeah um but also dyspraxia yeah and how that affects you talk a bit yeah. about that so it's, it's, it's a weird one because um i was obviously I, we spoke about year six being doing the sats early getting high grades and then i couldn't tie my laces you know weird things like that so they'll see me lift up a car and then I'll struggle to lift up a grain of rice and everyone's confused they're like if you can do that you must be able to do this and just having that kind of conflict in life is not easy, you know? So, like, I, I can get lost very easy. So, like, directionally, like, navigation is not me. You could tell me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, in terms of order, I remember one, seven, everything in between don't exist, you know? So some people will say, yeah, just go there, turn left, and I'm like, yeah, thank you so much, and you will no help, <laughs> genuinely no help. So I've, I've just got a very good face, like poker face. Mm. So I make it look like I'm not right now really kind of struggling. So I would have never put on any of the app stuff you put on there. That is impossible. I stopped using Facebook eight years ago when they changed their layout. Mm. Any change like that, I'm gone. Mm. Because new systems for me is a bit of a funny one. Mm. Hence why my WhatsApp's got lots of blue bubbles. And 
<laughs> ain't got back to nobody. I don't like new systems. Yeah. You know, which is a weird one because I'm all about new horizons. Yeah. You know, all of these conflicts. So, but yeah, that's just life. You Tell know? me about how you were talking about balance as well. Yeah. In terms of you walk, like physically walking, how is that? Yeah, different? physically walking. I got to concentrate. Yeah. So I can't just like, I thought, do you know, it's, life is funny. Until you speak and share, you don't know what someone else is going through. Yeah. So in my mind, I thought everyone was concentrating to walk. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one doesn't discuss this. So I'm like, so I will have to really like, like even when I came to sit here, like I was watching this, like limbo, you know, like I'm like, all right, cool. You're not going to get me. Not today. And I sit down, but I just have to, it's weird to explain. I just have to concentrate. If I just do it like as if it's a subconscious thing and don't consciously navigate myself, I will bump into everybody yeah. and bump into things, Mad. you know, but I've gotten, so when I went to actually go and get my assessment, um, the woman was like, with this level of dyspraxia, she's surprised I can dance and maneuver and just, she's like, you shouldn't be, you know? And I'm like, it comes out in certain things. So like I've tuned my life. So I used to watch television at home like this, <laughs> which is really, I mean, my parents, everyone used to laugh like it was my aerial. Like, <laughs> so I'd just be at home just, and I can watch television for an hour, four hours. When you're saying like this, is that resting against anything? No, it's just there. This is my rest, it's resting. And I'll just be there and it helps me concentrate. And then I started to realize that people really d didn't do that. So I'll do this. <laughs> and then it went from there to like, like, you know? And then now I don't have to do it to watch television. So like if, so if I was sat there and listening, I'll be doing this with my beard. My beard isn't that big. <laughs> so it's actually what I need to do with my hands. But if I do it here, everyone's going to be looking at me and thinking, <laughs> so I just do it here like that, you know? But literally, if I don't do that, I can't really concentrate properly, mm. you know, which is uh, another thing that's kind of connected to it. But yeah, we just cope, you know? And yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more. And then, for example, my mother used to take me when we were younger, all the other kids are playing. If I ran off, all the other kids look back for their mum. I don't look back. Yeah. Why? I just didn't look back. <laughs> my mum was like, it's the one thing she realised. Wow. Like, every other kid will look back to see, oh, right, where's mum and dad? Like, me, I'm just... <laughs> like, and I don't really look back. Mm. And then, like, if I would go somewhere, like, I remember my mother would say stuff, like, for me, grey areas, grey little white lies are just lies. So my wife knows that. Like, she's really, like, hold, yeah, big up Cassandra, you know. Yeah. Um, she knows, like, you can't really ask me if that's okay. I'm going to actually tell you the truth, which is really weird, you know? So I've kind of learned to lie like the rest of you, <laughs> you know? So I do lie now. And I actually see it as a lie, but everyone's like, it's not lying. I'm like, wow, all right. But for me, it's a genuine lie. Right, yeah. Like my mother will call me and say, oh, I love you and I miss you. And I'll be like, I love you, mom. And she'll be like, but you, you don't miss me. I'm like, I saw you f six days ago. <laughs> like I'm in France. It's not that far. You know, like we got the phone and... I just, my head, yeah, I just don't have that, you know? Mm. So I used to always laugh and joke that it should have been, I should have been born like 600 years ago. You just send me to war. I do a campaign for maybe six years, come back, and then we all kind of enjoy the spoils. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. The reason I really wanted to do that was because, I mean, one, one part of the sit down is about showing like the truth and the reality behind people. Like the slogan is real lives, 
real conversations. Like, and for real, how many hands up everybody who knew that was an issue for Carl? Okay, you few people. Um, so it gives you an idea of what people see, what you see on the screen, what you see on this phone, what you see on the YouTube. You'll see, just always remember, you're only seeing a snippet of what people are going through. And that's, we're talking on stage here, but that goes for every single human in this room. You will only, until you talk, until you speak, until you share these things, do you realize that, right, that person's actually, that person's going through, you know, some of the same things that I'm going through. All right, boom, bam, let's roll on. Envelope three, four, and five. Who's got three? Hey, what's your name, sir? Ted, thank you. for. Why did you, how come you came today? Did you come? Because you, you were outside, were you? No, we just thought it would be a nice thing to do at the end of the week. Didn't you it? know what? I want to say big up to Ted. Make some noise for Ted. <laughs> thank you for taking a chance, and I hope it's a good evening for you. Let's see what you've got in your envelope. By the age of 16, I'd been shot at, cut in the face, and stabbed in the chest. Hmm. Say that again. By the age of 16, I'd been shot at, mm. cut in the face, and stabbed in the chest. And stabbed in the chest. Who's got number four? Anyone got number four? Okay, cool. What's your name, sir? What's your name, sir? My name's Kujo. Kujo. Yeah. Ghanaian. Come on. <laughs> Welcome, sir. Um, I understand these savages comprehend I did it first. Oh, wheel up and come again, Selector. You're going to have to <laughs> rap that to us. <laughs> because you've got the voice as well. Uh, yeah. I understand these savages. Oh. Comprehend I did it first. Yo. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on, come on, what's, come your, on. what's your Spotify? Yeah. What is your Spotify? <laughs> Do that again, please. I like that. I understand oh. this. Uh, yeah, go I understand on. these savages. Mm. Comprehend that did it first. What? Come on. Have a pause, please, for Kodja. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Who's got number five? Yes. Okay. We've got a What's your name, madam? Naomi. Naomi. Thank you for coming. We still got straps like Harachis. Take a break from locking off parties. <laughs> like you dug for that one. <laughs> I, I was like, that's not me. <laughs> Say that again. We still got... We still got straps like Harachis. Mm. Took a break from locking off parties. Took a break from locking off parties. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> so, I want to look at one one part of your life that uh. is always kind of talked about, yeah, and it's how we even kind of met. Um, it's, it's, you know, what? I never ever, ever told you this. Weirdly enough, because I'm I don't know why, but I have a fascination. Young men, die, young black boys dying, it, it deep, it deeply hurt. Like it. So I always would follow incidents that would happen in London, mm. and I don't know. I would just dig. So Alex was one that I really digged into, and I saw this picture, mm. but I never knew that was you. Mm, yeah. So years down the line, when when the Harry, when the Prince Harry wedding came up, yeah. and they kept on flashing this image, mm. I was like, "Why do they keep? That's not that's not Cardo. Why is one?" Mm. And then I saw your eyes, yeah. and I said, "Say what?" <laughs> Let me go on to the next one. Mm. Oh, see. Oh, see. Gangrene. Hello. 
It's Adlo. Listen. Yeah. I need a million so I can get my diggy on. That piece like gone and get my CD on. Copping big whips rolling with my CD on. They're like, he's a hood celeb. What he really on? Hands on a nank and I'll get my kill Billy on. Hands on a dotty and I'll get my hill Billy on. If they hit your midsection more than your willy gone. I spit what them kitties on. This is bad dad, where's your past? Know what stupid you want, ain't being tight with me When I say I hit you one Love hurts, it was a pretty gun No homo but it hit his bum oh. This is pretty slums, you're not O-D-T You must be really dumb oh. Lots of million, slap a Jimmy on Time to get my wheelie on Find out what your sister owns <laughs> O-C, over the hill Alright <laughs> This is Carl, this is the same Carl what I love about that is your life is a testimony of going from one, it's almost like going from one extreme to a whole different, a whole nother one. And I love that you've never taken that off YouTube. I'm so thankful you've never taken that off YouTube because at every stage that you climb, people are forced to go back. But without that back, they will not be able to see how far you've climbed. Do you see what I'm saying? When... Uh, let's, let's go into it. So, I met when I, um, because I was following all this stuff, I saw Boost, I saw Terrell, um, I saw he'd become a Christian, and this guy was rapping, and I was like, what, so he changed? Like he's, yeah. And so I dug deep, that's when I came to the state, and we did um, like the interviews and everything, back then, way, way wet. That was when we were fresh. Fresh. Yeah, I still do, uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me when it started for you. When it started. Entrance into that um, gang culture. Yeah, mum's car getting broken into. Um, I remember Blue Fiat Punto. Brother was being mugged. He was four years older than me. He was being mugged on a, repeatedly, like every week. I was getting like mugged as well. And I was just living in constant kind of anxiety. You know, I came from, like, I lived, like, my estates was Cowley Estate, Ramsey Estate, Marksford Estate, and it just wasn't really nice. Mm. <laughs> just put it that way, like, you know, I could, I was getting tomato puree for my mum in the shop. I'm definitely, someone's going to ask me, like, I, they might take the £10 my mum gave me to buy tin tomatoes, you know? And I'm like, this is really not computing, but that was the reality. So I just kind of, as I said, I got this, I'm really logical. This is partially my difference so my 12 year old brain got to ticking and i'm like wow i'm gonna live in this area for maybe another what 10 years and i'm like this is gonna continue for 10 years i said nah <laughs> <laughs> so i was like um yeah if i can't beat them i join them you know and it worked they went from breaking into my mom's car to helping my mom with shopping up the stairs like my brother went from being mugged to being able to tell someone else off for mugging someone. Why though? Because I, st I stood up, I st yeah. <laughs> Say yeah. it. You did what? I got active. Yeah. I got active. <laughs> I got very, very active. Very yeah. active. Very active. What, um, tell me about your name first. Why Locks a Million? Locks a Million. Um, it was Locks, which was L-O-K-Z initially. Okay. Um, then I said, oh, no, Z's what Neeks do. <laughs> So I said, all right, L-O-K-S. And then I was like, nah. And then one guy on my ends, he was like, and 
this one when I was about 14, so I had olders still. Mm. But when I turned 15 and a half, I never had olders <laughs> anymore. But f at 14, I had olders, and he was like one of them. And he was like, LOX, man. He used to listen to Lox, the rapper. He's like, nah, man, LOX. I said, yeah, this is me, this is me yeah, learning off experience. I said, wow, I'm stealing that. <laughs> you know, so I, I ran with that. And yeah, I was in. Tell me about the mask that you had to wear. The mask I had to wear. Um, I, st I still kind of, it's, it's funny that I described it as a mask because I'm being really kind of like honest and... Sorry, my bro, I can hear some... Um, our mic, can we turn our mic off? Yeah, I think that's it. Cool, all right, cool. Yeah, my bad. Being really honest, I don't have the same initial, and I'm choosing my words carefully, I don't have the same initial emotional reaction as people. That's just the reality. I don't have that. And that's a big part of me being on the spectrum. You know, so I have to kind of like sometimes choose the face that the room's doing. <laughs> it's weird. So if I'm at a funeral, I'm like, right, he looks like he's doing the right thing and I just do what he's doing. I just put on that kind of mask. And I kind of did that when I was younger. I was like, all right, this face is all right at home, but this face don't work outside. So I'm like, he looks like he's doing well. And, I, and I'm really good at that. Yeah, so yeah, I did that. And then eventually I always said that it became like the mask. I couldn't take it off. So and the I outside mask, you couldn't take it off Yeah, inside. no, 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 I was, I was, like this one, you see what's happening in London now? Um, that's, it's, it's at the rate it is because it's no longer exclusive okay. to particular areas. My area always had that. So the first time I saw someone get shot, I was 12 years old playing goal to goal. And the shooter, after shooting the person, ran up. It was actually the so solid boys, funny enough. Um, not the ones doing the shooting, the ones getting shot at. Because Face is from Mitesville Estate. So they had been like 21 second success. And then they had a nice car. So then they came into the area. But my area was called Baghdad. I don't know if you lot caught me cat saying that. So they didn't have a passport. So I was playing footy. And then the young man that was around me the whole time, they basically, I heard them say, right, these boys don't have a passport. And then they just jumped off. I mean, they had been with us while we were, not playing with us, but just around, you know? They had been there for maybe two hours. And they were just cool, they were smoking smelly stuff. I didn't even know it was weed then, you know? Um, and then they reacted when they saw this Jeep came coming to the area. They put, put bandanas around their faces. Some of them put on hoods. And then they just pulled out a long nose, what I now known to me, a long nose revolver, kind of put it at the window for one second, exchanged two words and just blasted it through the window twice. And then the car just hit into the um, a pole. Two of its tires was in the air. And then the shooter ran back to us, um, took a brick from the wall, put the gun in there, put the brick back, took off his jumper, put it where we were putting our goalposts, and then just told me to pass the ball. And then we just played footy with him for about 20 minutes and the police came. And then after the police came, they were like, oh, what happened? Do you not see anything? And he told them, yeah, the guys went that way. And then we all went, yeah, that way. You know, and um, afterwards he just kind of took his jumper, put it on when the police left and said, yeah, good looking out. That was 12, that was my area. Then the next time I saw someone get shot, that was actually an automatic, it was a Mac 10 that they were squeezing two of them. And I was in um, my pastor's, um, house at the time. She wanted my pastor then. That was Auntie Mimi instead of Pastor Mimi then. 
and I just heard, <laughs> and then me and Mike's were just dropping on the floor rolling. That was literally three months after that. Then an, about four months after that, um, one yardie was actually killed in the area, and he kind of came past us with bullets in him as well. Like and that, that's my area, you know. So being in that environment, you know, for me, violence was something we were exposed to really early. But that was unique to Mitesfield. Like the press would say, even the devil's scared to go to Mitesfield. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but now it's kind of spread out to areas that we would call cut through areas. Yeah. Whereas no man's land, you kind of share it with, I can't know, the Peckham boys or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, in that mad, in when you were in that, did you ever kill anyone? <laughs> no. Did you ever check? <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what, what answer was that? I don't know what. The, I don't know what that. Like, <laughs> I got, bro. You know me. I'm gonna ask. What? What was? What's the wickedest thing you did to someone? That's, that's childish. Come on, I want to know what's that the wickedest thing you did. That is childish. As I'm, I meant what I was saying. We weren't just rapping. I'm, I'm being honest. Like it's not like I was just rapping. So whatever I said on there, we like done that. If I said that, yeah, we hit him in the bum with it, but no homo, like we did that. Mm. If I said, yeah. <laughs> so. Do you know why I go into it? Because um, you are a lovable character. Mm. You are a lovable character. <laughs> Carl, local. Ah, here we go. Carl and Cassie. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but on road, I remember I was um, working with a young person because I teach young people about finance. And uh, I was working with one guy in Greenwich, and he came in with his hood, and said, "All right, guys, welcome. Um, if you could just take off your, you know, if you could just take off your hood, he's gonna start." And he just ignored me, just kept his hood on. You know, you got to just kind of carry on. So we carried on. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you know, you could, you could take off your hood whenever you're, you know, whenever you're free, <laughs> just, just so you don't intimidate the rest of. <laughs> and he takes it off. And um, at break time, I thought, you know what? Let me have a chat with him. Because he doesn't, I thought, you know, you don't have to be here. But let me see what's going on. And he goes, um, he said, bro, I don't, even, I don't even know why they sent me here today. Five days in a week. Do you know how that's messing up business for me? Do you know how much I could be selling? And I'm here, you're teaching me about finance. Like, I don't know about finance. I said, okay, <clears throat> calm down. <laughs> it's okay, it's not a problem. And he just began to share, just you know what he was going through. Because, yeah, you know, I grew up in South London, you know, on Mitesville Estate, da 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 I was like, oh, okay, really? Because I know, I know someone from Mitesville. He's like, who? Who do you know? You know, everyone says, uh, who, who, do you, who do you know? I said, you know, Locks? He goes, yeah. Them man, Locks, boost back in the day. Them man was serious, guys. I heard they became Christian. I said, yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. And we got into this massive conversation. He goes, you know what would be amazing? if they came back to the hood and they shared that story. I said, why? He said, because them man there, people feared them. Like, peop like people were, like, they were scared. And so the transformation, just like I was saying, from darkness to light is so apparent. But without that darkness, and this is how God just works this thing, without the depth of that darkness, that's why I asked that question. Obviously, you would never answer that question. But, I need people to envision you with a gun in your hand. I need them to envision you levering up. I need them to envision you popping that thing in the air. I need them to know that 
that knife didn't always stay in there. Remember that time when you were asking me about the team and everything, and one thing you said was that you would not come out of your house unless it was for murder. And you were talking still, but I was just, I was stuck on that sentence. I was like, see, if not for Jesus, I mean, you wouldn't be really, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Um, but tell me about what's, if not about what you've done, but what's happened to you. Tell me about this time you were talking about when you got shot six times. Yeah, like, so if you dish it, you get it. <laughs> Simple. Like, I, I was deceived. Like, me, me and my friends, we laugh about it now how we were genuinely convinced that like he was Saddam Hussein, like I was General Gaddafi, like this next one was Hitler, the next one's Voldemort, that we were convinced wow. that we were the biggest and the baddest. So like we could hear that he's active and we're like, yeah, they're neeks. It didn't matter who it was, it didn't matter what was happening, yeah, they're neeks, they're neeks for us. And the reality is they weren't, they were active, they were discharging just like we were, they were dipping just like we were, all, the, all that nonsense. Um, So yeah, as I said, been cut in the face, stabbed in the chest, butchered in the back, shot at several times. I've been shot at outside my pastor's house, ironically. Bullet went through a front door and got caught in her blinds. Um, long range, short range, single pop, automatics, you know. Um, pet petrol bombs for houses, been attempts of kidnapping and all the nonsense, nonsense, a lot of it. Um, and this one particular time, every time, so I had this whole MO of, I can't die, they can't kill me. Like I'm locked, so the lock's a million bit. It's the a million, that meant a lot back then. You know, so it was just kind of like, I am like, I just do silly things. You know, so if someone has a gun on them, I will take the gun, genuinely. If they've got knives on them or were outnumbered, I will go and do what you're not meant to do. You know, so. I got a reputation for that, you know? And the more the reputation is, it became my identity, people fed into it. Cut a long story short, there's a friend that will stay nameless, a young man that died, he will stay nameless. It was the um, anniversary of his death. Um, we were invited, my friend was invited to go up there because he was friends with the deceased. We went up there. Um, I knew that we had had a recent Passover with the young man. Um, uh, one of our friends, mutual friends, had been stabbed. We went to the hospital to see him, ended up bumping into these other young men at the hospital, and there was a slight kind of kickoff. So I knew that wounds were still kind of fresh with that. So I said, if we go up there, it's going to be a bit on top. And he's like, I still want to go. I'm like, all right, cool, I'll come with you. We had had um, something that we thrown away a week before in an altercation. So we were at the moment without. <laughs> come on. We were without, yeah? So now, my friends have gone to go and buy one, and... Hey, gone. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've gone to go buy something. Something, something, okay, something. Um, Let's go with something. So as they're there, we've now gone to this place without that. Otherwise, we would have gone with that. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, we're with, we've just got two black blades on us, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so we're sat in this kind of function, and then... <laughs> Um, the young men are kind of outsiding us to come outside. They want to have a word with us, but it's in their area. It's their group. It's a bit silly. So then we're staying inside, but we know that our friends, once they've got what they were going to go and secure, they're going to come up and meet us with that. And, you know, cut a long story short, we ended up going outside, having words being spoken. I begrudgingly, they basically were gunning for a, a peace. And I didn't like peace back then. You know, but because they knew they had us, 
they knew they didn't want to attack us because they didn't want us to be on them still, but they wanted to use the opportunity for peace. So peace ended up getting brokered and I was really annoyed. So as peace had just been settled, my friends are now driving into the estate, one of which is now dead. He got shot twice in the head like about eight months after that. But he was driving into the estate and I've now just assumed that there's things in, on deck. So I've kind of, ah, like, yeah, it's just Bro- possession. You broke the piece. Yeah, no, I didn't break the piece because <laughs> okay. that's the, I don't go with my word. Okay. I don't do white lies and all that stuff oh, yes, there. Yeah. So I'm really quite, I used to think it was King Arthur and the Knight's Table. I was really about my word. So I was ah, really annoyed, <laughs> you know? So I just started, I went over to the car. They're playing some of my music back then. And we're just building spliffs, chilling. And there's some two guys walk past. One of them's got their chain on, really swinging. It's really shiny. And I got really annoyed because I hated anyone being comfortable around me, you know, and they were very comfortable. So I kind of told him to stop that. And he just looked at me like, what do you mean? Stop what? And I said, give me your chain, knowing that he's not going to give me his chain. So I jumped up to go get his chain. He pulled out a Chrome 9. I kind of stepped back. And then that voice that usually goes in my head, I'm locked, OC, Baghdad, kill me, live where. So then I kind of went back in again, tried to grab his chain. Then his next friend brought out his Chrome 9. And this is rare for two of them to both have two machines on them at the same time walking, but it was rare. (laughs) Yeah, it's just I didn't expect that. But that was what was happening. So now there's two Chrome 9s at me. And now the whole um, anniversary, whole party community centers come outside. They're now watching and spectating, and I'm embarrassing them. I'm pushing on their guns. You boys ain't murderers. You boys ain't murderers, blah, blah, blah. Pushing on their guns, like the leaks. Now speaking to the group like I'm preaching a sermon, and then going back to them. Da-da-da-da. And they just had to start firing, you know, so they just started discharging. And um, yeah, just boom, 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 boom. And then um, one of the dogs that I had trained, he was actually in the car that had come up. And he had jumped out the car. And I trained my dogs to go after the arm with the weapon in it. So now they're trying to jump for the arm with the, ha- arm with the gun. And then they're trying to turn the gun on the dog and shoot that. And I want it to be a vet. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that I took that really personal. I'm like, before I die, like, I'm going like, to kill them for trying to kill, kill the dog, dog, you yeah. know? So then I've taken my knife out of my pocket. And I've allegedly... Allegedly, yeah. Hypothetically did a few things and um, they had run off and then I had come back and I'm like, wow, I could feel six in my abdomen. I could feel it. Each time it would go bang, punch, burn, bang, punch, burn, bang, punch, burn. And I could feel it and I was like, it's burning. I was like, ah, I was annoyed. And I'm like, I lied to my mum because she used to always say, don't make me bury you, you know, Carl. And I told her, you're not burying me. These boys are not ready for me, you know? And I was like, bloody heck, I lied. You know, so I was just kind of leaning on the tree now. But before I leaned on the tree, my trousers were dropping a bit. <laughs> and I was like, I hope my bum don't look big because there's hella gang. <laughs> like, the whole community center was just filled with it, you know. <laughs> so I just like, and then after that, then I remembered my mom again. And then I leaned on the tree and I'm basically kind of, I could feel my slow breathing and I could feel kind of giving way, like the breathing weren't proper. And then my friend says, like, we got this fascination of just take off your top. So whenever someone gets hit, we just want to see. Like, not like we're doctors and going to do anything about it, but we're like, yeah, take off your top. You know, so I took off my top and then they're all looking down at me and their faces gone to more horror. 
And I'm like, I'm not even looking at this. This is not nice. I must look like a colouring book. And I eventually looked down and there was no bullets in me. Not one. <laughs> not one. Not one bullet. But you felt it go... I felt it. The car, Ford Fiesta, that we were driving, had three live bullets through it. So it's live shells they were blasting. A tree had a... Um, a bullet in it. I had none in me, on me. What did you think? I was just like, this is a bit daft now. Because I'm like, I'm like almost like, you know, hard to kill an Irishman. Have you anyone watched that film? But anyway, that was my life anyway. So like, everyone's like, yeah, like, I just, yeah, can't die. Like, I really do like. So you even believed it more? I believed it because everyone was saying it to me. But then that day I'm like, I used to always say that they're either firing blanks, they're broke, they can't fight afford live rounds, or I say they're cowards. When we turn our back to run, they're putting it in the air. They don't want to kill anybody. You know, I'll be like, yeah, or I'm just so great. I disarmed them. I never give the glory to God or to anything else outside of me. It was always me, 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 my guys, you know? And I'm like, that today it weren't my guys or me. You know, I, I got shot. I felt it six times, you know? Um, and there's a whole heap of witnesses that just watched me get shot at point blank. But I used to, yeah, so then after that, it was Saturday night, I had church in the morning, you know, so I was going to church, it's a work, you know, work in progress, whip, you know, (laughs) all works in progress, but I literally, yeah, I just, when everyone got in the car and they're like, yeah, we're gonna find out where they're at, we know who it is, blah, blah, blah. I just kind of just confused, because I come from a colorful background, you know, the people in my house don't really always do Jesus. You know, the people in my house, they're more kind of rituals. Bring this, let's burn this, let's bathe in that. You know, so I've done that stuff to bust cases and things like that. But I'm just thinking, maybe their thing's really working. Yeah. Like, you know, so I'm still not going to give it to him. I'm going to be like, if anything, we're out of here, so it must be this. You know, so I'm like, that's what was working for me. But yeah, cut a long story short. I heard him the next day, spoke to me really clearly. And that's the only reason why I kind of set on the route I was, you know? So I used to make songs like, even back then, I'm a soldier and I never get touched. Like I'm doing OBR, but it's El Shaddai that's looking over me. Death's coming hard, man's getting pitched over weed. This is OC, but not the program. Get down with the program. Uh, even in yeah, even now, still, like, the next line was, oh, I leave you covered in red like a Coke can. You know, <laughs> but yeah, nah, yeah. What yes, happened in yeah. the church that morning? In the morning? What voice did you, what um, It weren't like a, yes, I am God. <laughs> it, weren't that, it weren't that, it was just a, I sat down and I was really confused. And I'm looking back and I'm like, I'm about to start making more phone calls because I know my people dance around fires. So I'm like, I want to know who's dancing, tell them to dance more, <laughs> you know that. So I'm like, um, it must be that. And as I'm thinking, it must be that, it must be that. It weren't, I weren't settled. I'm like, it's not that. Mm. But then I'm like, it must be that, it must be that. And then I just heard the still voice, I keep you. And I didn't even have to ask who I is. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> you know? I'm not going to lie to you. He approached me as a gang member. <laughs> like, I got a sermon. Like, God is a gang member. Like, I mean, I'm not even joking. Like, he, I mean, I knew who I was. Like, it weren't like, like, it's when we come over, like, and I, I, I'd do that. I'd be like, right, like, we come to collect. Like, where's the stuff? Like, and he did that. <laughs> he came, like, knew I knew the way I to knew. come to He's you. He's like, I keep you. 
So I didn't have to say who's I. I knew I was I. There's only one I. No other I like that, you know? So I was just like, all right, why? <laughs> you know, that's the next thing. But before I even got to really kind of pop the why in my mind, same still voice said, turn left. So I turned left. And then um, I saw empty chairs. I said, fill these chairs, I'll keep them protecting you. And I was like, yeah. Right, but mind you, I come from Baghdad. So the Islamic wave of converts started in my area. So the young men that you see, whether it's L Liverpool, Birmingham, London, any of the reverts, it all started in Mitesville Estate. That was SMS, OC, Dirty Cash Cartel that started that Islamic wave. You know, so my area was Baghdad because that was the heart of it. Mm. So to now tell me that I'm going to go out there and preach Jesus, that was a bit backwards. Mm. But he knows if he tell me that I'm going to do it, you know, because I'm, really, I'm not really scared of anybody. You know, so I just went out there and just, I'll be like, Jesus is real, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know like, like, we got, uh, you know, and I just kept on doing that, like, literally, like, and I just kept on evangelizing. And the whole end, like, half the ends gave their life to Jesus. And, like, I mean, like, yeah, it was just, it just was what it was. Like, at church, college became, I was, people was getting baptized in, by fire speaking in tongues in my break on college, in college. I'm talking about literally that period there. By his grace, he used me to say maybe minimum a thousand people. That it was rapid. I would go somewhere and speak and like 30 young men would be there. By the time I finished speaking, everyone's heads down, giving their life to Jesus, you know? So yeah, it was, it was. It was Round of applause, please. Yeah, I don't know.